Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Raider Nation, welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast brought to you by Tyler, Micah, and the lusty voice of Birch. Gentlemen, I guess we dive right in. What was that? What was that? I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I... I a debauchery. No a debacle. Yeah. The, I, there are incom- there are adjectives I'm not allowed to use on this family-friendly yes, podcast. This is that true. That still would not do that justice to what the Raiders just went down to Atlanta, Georgia, and did. Uh, I, Laid I said, an egg. I feel like Michael Scott. To the like, bed. <laughs> Tyler, explain this to me like I'm five. Like, I'll tell you, I'll explain it to you like I'm five. My five-year-old comes over to the TV <clears throat> Sunday and says, "Oh, Dad, it's forty-three to six. Sheesh." <laughs> <laughs> and I have, pretty much I have no words, buddy. I have no words. Oh, guys, I. I, you know, before we control we far- our own destiny and we crap the bed, just lay a giant nasty turd right in our own bed. How disgusting! Like I was, dis- I'm still disgusted. Like just garbage, hot Arizona five week old stinky rancid poop flavored garbage. Wow, terrible! What a terrible, terrible way. To just show up and be like, oh, we're going to the playoffs. No, we're going to lose 43 to 6 to the Falcons. The Falcons, they didn't even have Julio Jones. Or Todd Gurley. They didn't have Todd Gurley. It's like they knew that they could just not play those guys for next week and be like, oh, hey guys, look at this. The Raiders are coming to town. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What a freaking mess. Just. All around crap in the bed, everybody. <laughs> and it was like, it's like they soiled the bed, woke up, they realized they soiled the bed, and we're like, this is fine, and went back to sleep. Like, yeah, and rolled around in it. it like a pig. Yeah, they were like, you know what, let's let's just, I, I, you know, it's only three o'clock in the morning, I could still get four or five hours of sleep. You know, <laughs> instead of waking up and cleaning themselves up, it was like, nah, this is fine, everything uh, is fine. Yeah, it's like that burning house around the dog, Jeff. It's like, yeah. oh, this is fine. This is fine. What a complete letdown. Just absolute, like, incompetence. You know, and Tyler, you touched on this. We controlled our own destiny. We're sitting at six and four, and and you beat the Falcons. You presumably, after that, you go beat the Jets, and you're sitting at eight and four. You're right in the mix, and you have to be. Because you have the Colts, 
you have the Browns, you have the Ravens, and the Dolphins all vying for three spots remaining. Okay? And instead, this is this was literally the most critical game of the season. I don't care what you think. And I'm sure there are Raider fans that are probably like, oh, come on, Micah. It's not that bad. It wasn't that big. This isn't the most critical game. Yes, it was. Because you win this game, then you go beat the Jets, and you're 8-4, and four, and you're in the driver's seat for a 6th or 7th seed spot. You lose this game. Now, now you're asked to go and play and beat the Jets in New York, a place you haven't won since, what was it, 96? Yes. It's been nearly 25 years in December now, yet in the cold which we all know how that turns out for the Raiders. Then you turn around the following week and you're asked to go beat the team with the best defense in the NFL. Oh, okay, yeah, sure, we can do that, right? No problem. No problem. Then you're asked to go beat Denver, and I might be getting the order off a little bit on this, but you're also, for the remainder of the season, you're asked to beat Denver in Colorado in middle end of December. You're asked to go beat the Chargers, who you barely beat last time, who now have their number one running back back and their number one defensive end back. And then you're asked to go beat a really spunky Miami Dolphin team that is also vying for the playoffs. You're asked to go win out. So... You need to go 8-4 and four because more than likely you're going to drop one or two of those games down the stretch. But if you're 8-4, and four, you can drop a couple games and 10-6 and six, and you're in. Now, and we'll get into this as the podcast unfolds, now you're at the mercy of, really in my opinion, you're at the mercy of the Browns and you're at the mercy of the Colts. Not two teams right now that you want to be at the mercy of because the Browns, you have to ask the Browns. Browns, would you please lose to the Giants or the Jets? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like, maybe you have a prayer against the Giants because the Giants can sometimes show up sometimes. The Colts, you you ask the Colts, Colts, would you lose to the Texans who just lost their number one ride receiver for the rest of the season? Would you lose to the Texans at least once out of the next two times? Would you do that for us? Uh, the, the Raiders just absolutely the most crucial point in the season. It's one thing to lose 43-6 to at week four, week five, heck, even week six, when you're still putting everything together, when your team is still coming together. At week 12, in a playoff atmosphere, when you are jockeying with three other teams for three spots, to go and just, just not show up top to bottom, offense, defense, coaching staff, Nobody showed up for that game. I don't blame Carr. I don't blame Jacobs. I don't blame the defense. I don't blame Gruden. I blame everybody. That was debacle from, from head to toe. That was a debacle. And week 12, and week 12, that you, you're, this is, this is classic Raiders. This, this is, this is, this is reminiscent of last year, is it not? We go exactly in six and four right. to the Jets. Get our freaking butts handed to us on a silver platter and said, get the heck out of New York by the hapless Jets led by Adam Gase, perhaps the worst coach ever to still have a job in the National Football League. He still can't even lie well in like he can't lie about not <laughs> calling <laughs> offensive plays. That video he was sucked. awesome. Oh, I know. Uh, 
if you haven't seen that, go find that. Uh, Adam Gase talking about how he he wasn't calling plays, but then he says, "Yeah, I was calling the plays." It's like, uh, oh yeah. Anyway, so so Micah, you mentioned we haven't won uh, the, against the Jets on the road. So the, this is from Josh Dubow, who has some of the best wonky stats in the in the business. <laughs> yeah, the last time the Raiders won a road game against the Jets was October 6th of 1996. I was 10 years Good old. <laughs> I'm now 34. That's a 24-year that's a span. Uh, when they beat the Jets 34-13, to Hostetler, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Jeff Hostetler. He threw three touchdowns. Joe Asker ran for 136 and a touchdown. Lorenzo Lynch and Terry McDaniel had interceptions against Frank Reich, who is now the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, by the way. To add insult to injury, the Raiders have lost their last seven games at the Meadowlands Complex. Five versus the Jets, two versus the Giants. Since beating the Giants 28-10 in 2000. One, they have been outscored 207 to 84, an average of 17.6 points per game. They have been outscored 207 to 84 in the past seven games at the Meadowlands Complex. It gets better. Since the start of the 2008 season, the Raiders are 1-18. and 1 in 18 in road games versus teams from the AFC and NFC East. The only win came in 2017 when they beat who? Do you guys remember? Uh, wait a second. Did we do we do we beat the Bills? No. Close. We beat oh, the, the Dolphins. Dolphins. That's yes. right. And that was when we spent a week in Florida. I believe that was under the, uh, under the, who was that under? That was under Del was Rio, Del wasn't, Rio it? wasn't it? Yeah. Del Rio, we had a, like a two game East coast swing and we stayed at like, we practiced at some high school complex, right. but that is pathetic. One right. in 18 since 2008 we're going back 12 years and their only win comes against the dolphins 27 to 24 that is just absolutely garbage trash does not give me much hope for this weekend fellas no no and i sat on this podcast two weeks ago and i said guys we're six and four but i this could quickly turn into six and five or we were well, we were six and three yeah, yeah, six and three at the time. And I said, guys, this could quickly turn into six and five because the Falcons are no joke. They're better than their record says, and we hadn't played the Chiefs yet. Well, we come off what was really like like the happiest I've ever been for at a loss. I don't remember the last time like I was that satisfied with the loss when we lost to the Chiefs. Just because I thought this Raiders team, they're back. They're competitive. They didn't come out and lay an egg against the Chiefs like they normally would. They normally get bent over and get spanked uh, by the Chiefs after beating them. But no, I mean that was their game to lose up until the final, you know, minute and a half. 
That was the game we should have got blown out, not the freaking Falcons. Right, right. So, so I had a lot of hope. I thought, okay, well then let's go take care of business against Atlanta, then the Jets. Atlanta's got nothing to play for. Atlanta's not making the playoffs. Atlanta's without Julio Jones and Todd Gurley. Guys, we talked about this. That game very easily could have been about 53-6. to Should have probably been because the, the Falcons dropped a, t- a for sure touchdown. And then within that game, the Raiders had two chances to get back in it. On the When they got a hand on the punt and the opening the second half after we went like three and out. We got a hand on the punt and started at the uh, Falcons' like 37-yard line. Carr throws a pick six. And then I think at that point, I think it was 23-6. to The Falcons were driving, and Trayvon Mullen jumps in front of a pass that would have been a 99-yard interception return for a touchdown. Would have made the game 13-23 to with like eight minutes left in the third quarter. Instead, he drops the pass, classic Raiders, and next play, touchdown, and the wheels fall off. The Raiders had chances to get back into that game. But the Raiders, we've talked about this and time and time again. And this is why I'm so skeptical. Even when we start to find a little bit of success, I'm still t- skeptical. And people rag on me for it. But I don't care because this is what inevitably happens. We have a chance to get back in a game. We have a chance to be 8-4 and four in the driver's seat for a playoff spot going finally Year seven for Carr, year three for Carr and Gruden. This is exactly where we need to be as a team. Why? Because other teams are here. The Browns have done this. The Eagles have done this. The 49ers have done this. The Rams have done this. The Raiders need to be right here. This is not a rebuilding season right now. This should be a winning in the playoffs season right now. So do not give me this because I'm starting to see this creep back up in social media. Well, you you, you got to understand, you know, we're, we're still rebuilding. B.S. We are not rebuilding anymore. This is a team that needs to be in the playoffs. Year three with the same coach. Year seven for Derek Carr, who has never stepped foot on a playoff game on the field. There are no excuses. This defense should be better than last year. So far, all the players that I saw from last year that I thought would be better this year are not. I feel like Crosby's pretty much the same. There might be slight improvement there. Farrell is about the same. There's nobody... Key, where's Key? No, Collins, we brought Collins in. Collins hasn't done a dang bit of good. Same thing for Littleton. Littleton hasn't done a dang bit of good. If anybody's done better, Nicholas Morrow's gotten better. Kwiatkowski has been the best free agent signing this offseason. This whole, Trayvon Mullen has still been solid, but Trayvon Mullen was pretty solid last year. So, okay, I'll give that. Mullen's been better. Abram, Abram been up and down. Abram will make a fantastic play and then an absolutely selfish, boneheaded play the next two plays later. So this defense is terrible. The offense, what was that? What was that six points against a Falcons team that is 29th ranked in the league against the pass? Nobody showed up. Nobody showed up on Sunday. We saw that Gurley was out. We saw Julio Jones was out. We saw a Falcons team that had nothing to play for. And I believe, I truly believe the Raiders, from the head coach down to the punter, thought we're going to go in. Let's get this win. Let's get on to the Jets. We got this. I don't think anybody... 
took the Falcons seriously. And when John Gruden comes in the press conference afterwards and said, you know, I want to apologize to Raider fans, man. I'm like, get out of here. That's I don't accept it. This is one Raider fan that doesn't accept it. Go out there and win some meaningful games. And then we can talk about it. Because what are you going to do now? You're going to go you're going to go throttle the Jets? Ooh. Oh, that's impressive. Like, I don't care even if you beat the Jets and you're like, "Well, technically, you know, we're 1 and 18 against." So what? The Jets are 0 and 11. I don't care if that's 40 to 0 at the end of the game. I'm not going to be impressed. You go beat the Colts in two weeks after handling business at the Jets, then we can talk. Then I will take this Raiders team seriously. But for now, for my opinion, they've lost, the Raiders have missed their chance on the playoffs. They blew it on Sunday. Because as we dive into this podcast and we look at how they need to get into the playoffs, you will see that it is extremely difficult. They are at the mercy of two or three other teams. And if there are two or three other teams that... that you, you, it's it's a prayer. It's a prayer for the Raiders to get in this. And we're what exactly like last year, week seventeen. We were at the mercy. We were at the mercy of like five different teams last year at week seventeen. Do you guys remember that? Like the first slate of games, we needed three games to go our way. They all went our way. Then we needed like a Ravens win, and we needed to win. Well, like with ten minutes left. We saw that the Ravens were going to lose or something like that. Or the Ravens won. They should have won or something like that. And then we ended up losing to the Broncos. So it didn't matter at the end. But it's going to be the same thing this year. Instead of being in the driver's seat and going, okay, we got this. We just got to take care of what we can control. Now we've got to take care of what we can control, which is going to be hard enough already. And we have to hope that other teams stumble. Which is fitting because the Raiders can never create anything themselves. They always have to hope that somebody else makes a mistake and they can capitalize on it. They can never create the mistake. And I talked about that on this podcast, oh, heck, about four or five weeks ago. And I'm just, uh, for a team to be taken seriously that wants to be a playoff contender, to put up this poor, this shoddy of a performance week 12 in the season, that, and to say, Oh, I've seen. Oh, it's a trap game. Oh, this this could have been a trap game. Yeah, this is definitely that. That's no excuse. A trap game is to lose by like a field goal to get blown out of the water as if you're the team that has nothing to play for. That's not a trap game. That is a lazy, sorry excuse by fans that just want to bury their head in the sand. There's no such thing as a trap game for a team that wants to be a championship team. Do you think the Chiefs? Lose 40 to 6 any at this point anywhere down the road? No. I guarantee you they don't. Do you think do you see the Packers doing something like this? No. Do you see the Saints doing something like this? The Steelers? No. Because they're championship caliber teams and they have winning mentalities. This team does not have a winning mentality. This team has they have been losers on the field and mentally for almost 20 years. And they still have that loser mentality. Carr still has that loser mentality. Everybody who's been here for a while still has that loser mentality. And you saw it show up because they could not rebound. They could not recover when they got punched in the mouth several times. They said that they, they packed it in. They folded their tents and went home. And and that we don't deserve a playoff spot with that kind of performance. I don't want to see the Raiders in the playoffs if that's how we play. I don't want to go get destroyed by the Ravens. I don't want to get destroyed by the Titans. I mean, imagine if we went and played Derrick Henry and the Titans. Oh my gosh. That's going to be that's going to be a bloodbath. 
This team doesn't deserve a playoff spot for losing a game like this. And I'll just say it like that. You might get mad. You might get angry at that. might make you uncomfortable. But that's just the facts. That's just the facts. That's how I see it anyway. So, anyway. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Birch, you have anything to add to this? Hey, man. That's all I've got. <laughs> that was, I mean, I don't really have anything else to say. Other than, I mean, it's the same thing last year. I mean, we're 6-4. and four go to the New York and get our rear ends handed to us. The same thing. Uh, I don't know if they listened to all of the hype about bragging about losing to the Chiefs. Oh, we're, like you said, like, oh, the Raiders are back. They should have got blown out by the Chiefs, but they didn't. <clears throat> I don't know. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it happens uh, in sports, but for the Raiders, it happens way too often. I mean, you you go into a game, you think you have it in the bag and these are professional athletes i don't care who was out on the field if who they didn't have julio jones or todd Gurley, you you have to show up with the same killer instinct and the killer mentality um and you have to go out and take care of business like it's a business trip and if you don't show up you're gonna get throttled and that's what happened end of story i mean i don't i don't know what else to say it's disappointing is what it is as as loyal fans i mean it's the same crap year after year. We it's a vicious cycle. You you start winning some games, you're looking good, you play, you beat the Chiefs, you play at a high level, and then you go flatline like you're dead. You look awful. You every time you get sacked, you fumble the ball like it's just ridiculous. Like nobody came with that mentality and it's yeah it better change quick and like i said i think i'm with you i think our uh path to the playoffs has that ship has sailed i think unless we get some help from other teams which is terrible instead of taking care of our own business now we have to rely on the other teams and they're trying to vie for a playoff spot too and they're not going to get blown out 43 to 6 right and that's it's one thing to be the Titans and you lose to the Bengals one week. Well, then the Titans bounce back and win big games. It's another that literally, like at the turning point of your season, where you have a chance to get, like, like I said, to go eight and four, to get to rattle off two wins against teams that have nothing to play for, to really position yourself perfectly in the playoff race, to go out and not even show up is just it's inexcusable. It's just inexcusable. And it makes me mad because we've sat around and watched this for nigh on 20 years. We've watched this kind of play. And when we finally have a shot at being decent, this is like this is what we get. This is what we get for our trouble. It's incredible. Incredible. And like I said, I don't, I don't care what happens this week. I mean, you lose to the Jets. Like, the, <laughs> you deserve all the ridicule and, 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 just shame that is heaped upon you. Um, but I, if you beat the Jets, like I don't care if you beat the Jets. I don't care if you put a beat down on the Jets. That doesn't matter to me. Like, so what? Like, don't, I don't want Raider fans coming up and be like, yeah, there we go. Bounce back game. Baloney. Get out of here with that. I'll call, call, call me when you go and beat the Colts. That we'll call that a bounce back game. You go beat the highest ranked defense in the NFL. 
then we've got something to talk about. Then we got a, we can hold our heads up high. But don't go walking around if we go thump the Jets or even just beat the Jets, being like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, we got mad from last week and we're back now. Get out of here!" With I that. don't, I don't think this was. team is is capable of thumping anybody. To be honest, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah we beat the Broncos, but that was it. Should have been a lot worse than it was. Like, yeah. this team is not built that way. And I don't know what it is or what needs to change, but we just don't have that instinct to, yeah, yeah. to just finish the game and just. Tyler put it a good way. Tyler, you you were talking with us about that about how the Raiders play when we play different different uh, opponents, whether it's the world champs or a team that's got nothing to play for. Um, uh, yeah, I, what, we we play to the level of our competition. Right. And you can't do that to be a more than mediocre team. If you're just a mediocre team, you play to the level of your competition. You come out and you hang, you know, with the Falcons or you hang with uh, the Chiefs and they're, they're on completely different levels of, of hanging. Like you've got the Chiefs are a top tier team in the NFL. The Raiders just about swept them. We just about won two games against the Chiefs, which hasn't happened in a long, long time. Then you go out and you play against the coachless, GMless, hapless, drifting in the wind without Julio Jones or Todd Gurley Falcons in Atlanta. Sure. It's an early game by standards. You know, it's it's 11, it's 10 o'clock in Vegas, 10 o'clock in the morning. It's 1 o'clock in, in the East Coast, and you're playing this supposed, you know, it's on the East Coast. It's in, early in the morning. You're a freaking professional. Go out and do your dang job. But instead of doing that, we, I mean, we didn't even hang with the Falcons, fellas. Like, like we didn't even hang with them, but to go out and to just, it's just mind boggling. Why? Like you, you would expect, yes, me, like, like we've talked about, you would expect maybe the game is close and then they, they bust, you know, they bust a couple touchdowns at the end and it looks like it wasn't close, but to just go out get absolutely manhandled in every single facet of the game other than one special team's play where Derek Carrier got his pinky finger on a punt. Like, that is the only good play all day that happened. It's just crazy. Like, you you can't be an excellent team and go in look at the at the Falcons and be like, all right, we got this game in the bag. Let's go out and play and we'll, you know, on to the Jets. Good teams, excellent teams don't do that kind of shenanigans. They go out, they take care of business, they throttle who they're supposed to throttle, they hang with who they're supposed to hang with, and they beat those teams. We are not there yet. And, and we've talked today, we don't know where you start. Cars had a good year up until this point. But you can almost always count on one of these crap games where it's like they didn't, they shouldn't have even flown to Atlanta. They'd have been better off of just being like, oh, we forfeit this week onto the Jets. 
they would have been better off doing that because Jacobs wouldn't have gotten hurt and we would have had more time to heal. They should have just been like, uh, Atlanta, we're not coming out there. Um, and so we're, we're just not going to play this week. They would have been better off to do that than just be absolutely embarrassed and annihilated by the freaking Falcons. I'm, I don't know. And you know who At doesn't some do point, that? Go, go the, for it. The Browns don't do that. Yeah, how sad is that? The Browns win their games. Because when the Browns play a bad team like Jacksonville, sure. They didn't thump Jacksonville, but they won. You know, that's, and so that's where when people are like, well, we're still rebuilding. BS. What is this? Baker Mayfield's second season with the Browns? And, third, and, I don't know. Third, se- third season. Third season with the Browns? Why are they having more success than the Raiders third season? Why are they able to go out and win their games when they're supposed to win? Why can't the Raiders win the games that they're supposed to win? This is su- We're supposed to win this game, and we don't. Why don't we do that? Well, the Browns are getting it done, and the Browns are playing themselves right to a playoff spot because the Browns... Uh, the Browns have a cakewalk schedule. And all this, yeah, guys, don't worry about it. We got one of the easiest schedules remaining. We got this. I see us going 11 and 5, 10 and 6 at the worst, maybe even 12 and 4. And it's like everybody's going, oh, gosh, boy. Uh, well, you still maybe have it. And I'm going, you're asking this team to lose. Because basically what the Raiders need to do, we got to end 10 and 6. The Raiders have to go 10 and 6, I believe, still. I think you got. You, I think you have to win out. To be honest. Yeah, I, I, I think if you lose a game, you got to beat the Colts. I think you absolutely have to beat the Colts, and I think you can give up one game from here on out. But again, as we talked about, give up one game. You got to play the Jets and Denver in the cold. Mm-hmm. You got to play the best defense in the NFL, a Chargers team that took us down to the wire, and a Dolphins team that's also scrapping and vying for the playoffs. And you're going to ask us, oh, hey, by the way, you can only lose one more. I, I, I don't I, – I, after what I saw on Sunday, get out of here. This team is – if we're really, really, really lucky, this team is 9-7. and seven. And I think that's that's like, wow. But we're still – I think that puts us at ninth overall in the conference. So we're way on the outside looking in. I, I From what I see right now, I think – Potentially, you're going to look at Dolphins, Raiders are going to be on the outside looking in. Yeah, um, and also talking about the standings, the Patriots are five and six. Right. We're one loss and one win from them away from being tied with the Patriots. <laughs> right. For, from flipping that, and all of a sudden we drop down to 10. Yeah. And the playoffs are way out of reach. Yeah. I mean, and the Ravens, in fact, I want to get into that right now because I'm sure a lot of people are sitting here going, oh, get out of here. You guys are overreacting. They've still got a great shot at the playoffs. I've looked at all of this, and let me tell you, it's not looking good, okay? So don't get your hopes up. Like I said, at this point for me, guys, I'm just looking for moral victories. And I'm just happy that, like, we made it this far in the season before we had to give up on our season. Because at this point, I've given up on our season. After that trash on Sunday, after that garbage, I'm just, this, does this look like a team? You don't all of a sudden turn a switch on week 12, week 13. You don't all of a sudden go, oh my gosh, you know what? Now I'm riled up. Now I'm fired up. Now we're going to go rattle off five straight wins and get into the butt. You don't do that. 
Not week 13 of the NFL. You might do that after getting drubbed week 6. Week 7. But you don't do that week 13. That's ridiculous. Does this team look like a team that's all of a sudden going to rattle off four straight wins? No. Anybody have confidence in that? No. No, of course not. This team's going to lose three down. or four of their final games, and this is an 8-8, eight and eight, maybe a 9-7 and seven team if we're lucky. And what's the, what the thing that makes me the most mad is that 9-7, and 8-8 eight and eight would be perfectly fine to about 90% of our fan base. 90% of our fan base would be like, well, that's improvement. You know, we were 7-9 and nine last year, got an extra win this year. You know, we just need a couple more pieces on defense, and boy, we're Super Bowl contenders now. You know, we've said that for, I don't know, about 18 years now. <laughs> no, this is this should be a playoff contender. This should be a playoff winning team. This should be getting out of the wild card round team right now. Right now, today. With Not the names next on year. the paper, it should be that. Right. It really should. And with right. the money that we've spent on free agents recently, it <laughs> yeah. should be even better than that. That's the thing that drives me nuts. So were you going to get into like the cult schedule and all of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, I want to get into that right now just to show that we're not crazy. I'm not crazy for sitting here basically giving up on the Raiders season for the playoffs. I'm not here's crazy. The, Let's go through it right now. Here's the Colts, the Colts next games. They play the Texans Sunday, allegedly. If COVID doesn't strike, they will play Sunday. Where are the Colts sitting right now in the conference? Uh, the oh, wait, Colts. Oh, I've got it right here. So the Colts are in the seventh the, seed right yes, now. Yes, they're the seventh seed. They're second in the AFC South. They are at seven and four. So this next week, they shall play the Texans. All right. So they lost to the Titans last week. Yeah, uh, they got drubbed by the Titans. Yes. The Texans, just like you said, they just lost Will Fuller, their number one wide receiver. Uh, for a PED problem. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get into that stuff. Apparently, he took painkiller medication that he wasn't allowed to take. That's what I mean. Uh, well, there we go. Painkillers. So they play the Texans in Houston. Probably going to win that game. Probably. Then they, they play the Raiders in Las Vegas. That's a question mark for me. I don't know. Yep. Don't yep. know about that game. Then they play the Texans again at home. Probably win that game. So then that puts them at that point, they're nine and whatever. They've got nine wins. Then they play the Steelers. Doubt they win that one. Yeah, Doubt they win that one. And then the Jaguars. I believe that probably gets them to 10 wins. They right. beat the Colts twice. That's difficult to do. Okay. But they probably do. And then they probably beat the Jags. So that puts them at 10 wins. And so, so, really, your only prayer there for the Colts, you need to, as a Raider fan, you need to beat the Colts, first off, and you need to hope the Colts drop one of their games against the Texans, which is basically, yes. like, the best, that's the best case scenario, or that's, like, the most, like, best chance scenario, I would say, is that the Texans somehow find a way to get one over on the Colts. Okay. Then the Dolphins. We're also scrapping with the Dolphins. Birch, the Dolphins play the Bengals. Who do you think wins that game this week? The Dolphins. Okay. Then the Dolphins play the Chiefs. Who do you think wins that game? The Birch. Chiefs. Okay. Then the Dolphins play the Patriots. Who mm. do you think wins that one? 
That's a toss up. Yeah, to me, I think the Patriots win that one again. I do think the Patriots. That's what I was leaning towards. Then the Dolphins play the Raiders in Las Vegas. Guess who gives the Raiders problems? The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Every year we play them. Whether they're good or not, they always give us problems. So that's another question mark for me. Then they play the Bills, and I I believe they probably lose that game unless yeah, the Bills too. are still like, no, we want to keep like the number three seed or whatever. Unless they sit their starters, I think the Bills beat the Dolphins. It's in Buffalo. That's, that's yeah. a cold time of year. <laughs> the 3rd of January oh, uh, in frigid. Buffalo, New York. That is... Oof. That is Chile, Chile dog. Um, so I, I think with that, the Dolphins probably, you know, yeah. they probably, they probably drop. They've got a bad schedule. They play the Chiefs. They play the Patriots. They play us. They play the Bills. That's nine and seven. I think there's a real shot. Dolphins nine and seven. Yeah, and so that is. I think they probably drop out of the of contention. I think right now they sit at number six, if I'm not mistaken. They do. They are sixth in right now. Yes. So there's that. Now well, let's move to the Browns. You got the Browns there. Yep, I've got the Browns. Browns right now currently sit at five at eight and three. And they play the Titans this week. I think I'll take they lose. That as a loss. Yep. Yep. Then they play the Ravens. Birch, what do you think of that one? It'll get pushed back two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still sour about that. That's that's a story for another day. Uh, We can talk about it today, but maybe we just not right now. So Browns, Ravens, who do you think wins? Realistically. Honestly, realistically, I think the Ravens. The Ravens haven't played very well, but by this time, I think the Ravens are back on track. I can see the Browns Browns. winning that one. It's a Monday night game in Cleveland. It's going to be a slobber knocker run because that's all the Browns do nowadays. They don't have Odell Beckham. They just run the ball. Yep. And why would you not with Chubb Chubb and Hunt? Hunt, yes. Then they play the Giants in, in New York. I think that I think the Browns win that one. Yeah, yeah, I think the Browns win. So that puts them at what, Micah? They've dropped to the Titans. They dropped to the Ravens. They beat the Giants. They're going to be nine and five. Then they play the Jets. Yeah, they'll win that game. I think they five. win that one. And then they play the Steelers. They'll lose that. Well, now there's a tough one because I've thought of this. What happens if the Steelers, I mean, Steelers, quite honestly, could be sitting all starters by that point. Right. So there is a chance Browns win that game. So I'm going to give the Browns a win there. There's a real chance the Browns are 11 and 5. They could be. I put them at 10 and 6 because uh, right now, you just don't know what it's going to be. You know, the, the Steelers may sit their starters. They may not sit their starters. Right. But for right now, I'm going to say they don't sit them at this point because they're probably jockeying with the Chiefs, Mahomes and the true. Chiefs for that number one seed yeah. that gets the only buy this year. So right. I'm going to say the Steelers probably play their starters. 
unless That's things fair. are set in stone. And I think the but I mean that still the Browns are ten and six. Right, ten and six again. So the Raiders in they own if they win out the rest of their games, they are what? Eleven and five. I don't think they're gonna win out. I think they'll probably drop one more. Best case way. Right. Best case scenario. Well, I mean, guys, last year we're in this same predicament, right? We're six and four. We go into the Meadowlands. We get absolutely drubbed by the hapless Jets. And then we lose to the Jaguars. We lose to the Broncos. We lost to who else? We only won. We only won one more game the rest of the year. Sitting at sitting at six and four, and we lost. Lost to the Titans. Lost to the Titans. Lost to the Jags. Lost to the Broncos. And did we beat the Chargers? Did we split with the Chargers last year? Did we sweep them? I don't remember. I think we swept the Chargers. I thought we swept the Chargers too. That might have been the only other game we won. Last win, yeah, yeah. So now here's the problem, though. Here's the problem. You still have the Ravens in the mix. Right. And this is where this is and I'm looking at the Ravens schedule right now. Ravens are six at four. I believe they're sitting at the eighth spot. They're right on the yes. outside looking in. They play Pittsburgh allegedly this Wednesday. Okay, so I'm gonna chalk that up as a loss. Yep. So the Ravens are six and five. Now here's the problem. Then they go play Dallas. I think that's a Ravens win. They're seven and five. I believe they both play Cleveland. I think that's a Ravens win. That's eight and five. They play Jacksonville. That's also a Ravens win. That's nine and five. They play the Giants. That's also a win. Ten and five. Then they end this season with the Bengals. That's a win. There's a. I think the. I think the Ravens are eleven and five at the end of this. I think the late Ravens shoot up the charts and they get a five or six seed spot. So I think the Dolphins get bumped down. And in my opinion. You're going to have the Ravens, the Colts, and the Browns all in that five, six, and seven seeds jumbled in there. I think the which, Dolphins... Which is crazy schedule. because that means you've got three teams from the AFC North. Right. But look at the cakewalk that the Browns have. Look at the cakewalk that the Ravens have. Yep. Unless the wheels just completely fall off of one of those two teams or the Colts... Because if we were just jockeying with the Dolphins, I'd have more hope for that. But but you're asking the Ravens, hey, could you guys drop a game like against the Cowboys or against the Giants or against the Jacksonville Jaguars? Like, uh, are you serious? Like that that's especially where the Ravens need every win they can get right now. I don't see that happening. It's not like you're asking the Ravens to lose to oh like the 49ers. I can see that happening. 49 or the Rams, you know, a middle of the road team. I mean, the rest of these teams that we're playing, they also have cakewalk schedules. And and they, and right now as it stacks up, they've got easier schedules than we have. I mean, they're playing Jacksonville, Dallas. And if the Patriots put on a if the Patriots put on a a, a winning streak, they're they're right there too. Right. So the way I look at it is, here's what you need happen. You either need the Colts to drop one of their games against the Texans, and you need to beat the Colts. Or you need the Browns. Their most likely chance to stumble, in my opinion, would to be be against the Giants. 
Because they're not going to lose to the Jets. The Giants have played decent football this year without a lot of good players. And that would be the best chance that if one of those teams, if, if one of those teams lost one of those games that the, and the Raiders beat them, because we already hold the tiebreaker over the Browns, you really, uh, right now for me, you, it all starts with the Colts. You have to beat the Colts. You Obviously, you have to beat the Jets as well. But you have to beat the Colts. After Jets weeks, if we win, again, like I said, I, 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 that doesn't impress me. Whoop-de-doo, whatever, sure. You beat them. You should, you, know, you should beat them, right? We're supposed to be a better team. We're not 0-11 like they are. You go beat the Colts, then faith is restored. I'm, I'm looking at this going, okay, okay, now, now we're cooking. Let's go, let's go. But until that time, I'm, I, it's just, to me, it's too difficult. And you, you, I, this team, I don't see this team all of a sudden turning on a light switch and, and rattling off four wins in a row, only losing one more. That's the biggest thing. You're asking this team to only lose one more with the schedule we have remaining. That's why the Falcons game was so big. Because if we beat the Falcons, we beat the Jets, we're 8-4. We have wiggle room. Look, if we lose to, you know, Denver in the cold and the Colts, but we still beat the Dolphins and the Chargers, um, let's see, Dolphins, Chargers, and the Jets, then we're still 10-6. and six, And I think we get in. Because we have tiebreakers over the Browns and we have tiebreakers over the Dolphins. I think that's enough. I think we slide right in at 7. But now, like, like Birch said, it almost feels like we got to win out. If we lose a game, like it's got to be to, it's got to be to like a Denver or San Diego. It can't be to the Dolphins. It get, certainly can't be to the Colts. Yeah. And if we lose to the Jets, then just pack the season up. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I don't. I mean, do I see us winning five games in a row? No. Is that feasible? Absolutely. I mean, we've obviously we've hung with the Chiefs twice. I mean, it just depends on which Raiders team shows up. If we want to play down to the competition or play up to the competition, or if we just, you know, throttle everybody. Why not do that? That seems like a logical explanation, right? Amen. Amen, Birch. Just not freaking rocket science. It's like why can't we? Yeah, I don't know. It's frustrating. Do you know? Do you guys know how many? penalty yards we racked up on Sunday. It's like 140 something. 141 yards of penalties. Undisciplined. undisciplined. Yeah, undisciplined. People like there were a couple questionable ones. I I will give that. Dallin Levitt running in roughing the kicker. Come on. The dude threw him into the kicker, grabbed him by his shoulder pads and literally rolled him into the kicker. That is not a penalty. That was a that was a game changing penalty. You mentioned Mullen dropping an interception. He probably would have taken that to the house. Another game changing. But they instead, Birch, what did they go down and do? <laughs> Scored a touchdown. Yeah. Next every play. single next time it happens every we time. We have a chance to create something good. We we get a you know, we cause a fumble. We could, you know, have an interception return. Every time we screw that up, the other team goes and scores. Every single time. And that is a backbreaker. I'll give you another scenario. The, Please the first, do. It was like, I can't remember if it was in the first quarter or the second quarter. Ruggs catches that deep 
pass on fourth down. Barely steps out of bounds. Would have scored. What happens? Kick oh, a field goal. We get holding calls. We get a f- yeah. hands to the face. And we, now we kick a 30-yard field goal after having first and goal at the four-yard line. Yeah. Could have gone down or been up, I believe, seven to six at that point. Yeah. Could have. But no, we just we just did not have the mental no mental no capacities on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. There was just there was just zero focus from everybody on Sunday. I mean, I was telling you guys, I was like halfway through the second quarter. I'm like, what is with this play calling? This is horrendous. Like, what 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 is this? Like right. third and three, and they and throw th- like a fifty yard pass. Yeah, four and one. We pitch with we, we do a pitch with no lead blocker. Like it was like what what is what what is going on? Like we, well, we can't even, just line up and run it down their throats like we've done for eleven weeks in a row. Yeah, it's like I mean the last last week against the Chiefs. I mean that's the offense I want. You know, shots right. down the field, opening up big holes on for the running game. It's like, but no, it's like we're trying to get cute with it. Hey, let's try this. Let's try this instead of sticking to what we're good at, and that's that starts with the coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. And so, again, but like, then I have sit. to go ahead. Tyler. Oh, sorry. So coaching is one thing. Obviously, coaches don't get penalties uh, right. most of the time. Coaches also don't get sacked and fumble the ball like three times. Here's another stat for you. Derek Carr, he's been hit. <laughs> what? What was that? Hold on a second. I got to read this one because this one makes me chuckle. This one's People gold. People get pissed at me, but uh, that's all right. Uh, dang it. Oh, here it is. Raiders, this is from Josh DeBow. Derek Carr has fumbled the ball eight times on 17 sacks this season. That is 47.1% of the time he fumbles the ball. The NFL average for all other QBs is 11.9%. So people are like, oh, Carr just got blindsided. His offensive line stinks. No, hold on to the gosh dang football. Did your, uh, to, to borrow a quote from Remember the Titans, did the offensive lineman fumble the football or did you fumble the football? You fumbled the football. Pick up the ball, run a mile, you're killing me, Carr. You're killing me. Because every, like, 47% of the time he fumbles every time. Half the time. Half the time he gets hit, he fumbles. Yes. Half like, the time he gets sacked, he fumbles. So, like, is is that the offensive, partly the offensive lineman's fault? Yeah, they didn't block well enough. But as a quarterback, don't you have to, like, learn how to hold on to the football when you get tackled? I mean, right. sacks are part of the game. You're just going to give away half of the, like, you're just going to give away. That means that you cannot give up any sacks ever. Never. Right. And that right. does that is not football. Football, there are sacks. You take hits. You have to hold on to the football. That's BS. I don't want to hear it from Car Apologist. He's played a great year. But this game, he had... At least two fumbles that I can think of, and he had a pick six right, right at the start of the second half. Yeah, and he looked like the car uh, from post two six two thousand sixteen after he got hurt, two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. 
where he looks looked scared in the pocket. Like the the few yeah. weeks before that, he would get out of that. He would scramble. He would pick up some yards, and it just didn't happen. He, I mean, the offensive line obviously didn't help him at all. But he right, also right. just looked terrified in the pocket. Like, what do I do with it? And then just let's not hold on to the ball. Right. Well, and like I said, I have to, you know, Carr, I'm going to start calling him Derek Smallhands Carr because he can't hang on to the ball. Uh, but Call the offensive line was hands. horrendous. Yeah, baby hands. Baby hands Carr. But the offensive line was horrendous, was atrocious. Like, what was that? What was that garbage? Serious, like everything, top to bottom, was just the, the. I mean, the Falcons gave up eight sacks a week ago. We got one. Kwiatkowski got lucky on a rush in, just mainly because because Matt Ryan didn't have the wherewithal to throw it away. I don't know what exactly what he was. Yeah, thinking. he held on to the ball for like seven seconds. Right. Yeah, but still, yeah, it was like it was a, it was a coverage sack. It wasn't even like you know our front four got a push and downed him. I think that was the only sack of the game, gentlemen, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if there were any other sacks. That's uh, that that you know. If you wanted progression from Crosby, like that's he's got to have a game. Crosby's got to show up. If you want, Crosby is looking more and more like a player that like you need somebody else. You need another defender on that line. You know, you need another good interior defender. You need a good defensive tackle or another defensive end. Uh to be able to allow Crosby to get some chances at one-on-ones because Crosby's not a Vaughn Miller. Crosby's not a, a, you know, a JJ Watt. Um, uh, he's just, he's looking more and more like a role player that like, yeah, you surround him with other players and he's fantastic, but he does, he's not looking like a player that can dominate on the front of the line that he's one of these players. that's like by himself, uh, he can get after the quarterback. Um, so and and so that brings us back again to okay so we need to draft another defensive end, you know Keeney's gone. I don't know. I mean NASA last couple of weeks like yeah he's had. Some, How like, dare bad you balls. get rid of your boy Arden Key? I know I'm done with Key. Key's done nothing, and then everybody's like yo, well, but he had three quarterback hurries this game. I'm like I can have a quarterback hurry. Like, seriously, you put me in the game and the quarterback scoots the wrong way, I could have a quarterback pressure. You know? Like, uh, I don't remember. What's the last time he had a sack? I have to go back to 2019 at some point, don't I? Oh, it's. I like, saw a stat about that the other day, but I couldn't. I can't remember where it was, but it was bad. Yeah. Between yeah, he terrible. and Farrell, you have to go back to, like, the second or third to yeah. last game last year since they've had a sack. Yeah. And that's, you know, somebody, guys, and I got I got into... But uh, we took Farrell number four to stop the run, guys. Exactly. I got into... Uh, Get out of here. That's bullcrap. An alteration on social media. A social altercation. Media alteration. Altercation. Alter- I wanted to alterate something. Um, <laughs> but I got to a social The guy's media face with your fist? Exactly. <laughs> and they were like, and oh my gosh, I got, I got the hate... And the vim and the vitriol from Raider fans. Farrell's a great defensive end. Have you seen his run stopping capabilities? He's one of the best defensive ends against the run. How dare you say that he's underperforming? <laughs> fourth overall. Fourth overall does not you don't get drafted fourth overall to stop the run. End no. of story. 
you, you, you get drafted fourth overall to be a Khalil Mack, if you will. Yes. A, a run-stopping, pass-changing, or pass-rushing, game-changing defensive end. You don't get to just do one job well as a fourth overall pick. You must be a complete player, and I challenge anyone that wants to to tell me that Farrell is the game-changing defensive end. I'm surprised I didn't see people being like, well, guys, yesterday against the Falcons, uh, we didn't have Farrell to to stop the run. <laughs> yeah, right. Just shut up. Just shut up. Before you say another word, think about what is really coming out of your mouth. Because by most draft gurus, Farrell's a bust at this point. Right. By the standards of most draft gurus, that is, it, sure, whatever. You 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 can say that uh, we took, really, we should have taken Jacobs at four and Farrell falls down. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Farrell was taken at four. He has not lived up to a number four expectations. Do I like him? Sure. Is he good at stopping the run? Yeah, he's great. But that is not what a number four overall player does. Over, top five Overall pick. Player, the fourth pick in the entire freaking draft. You can find a run-stopping defensive end in the fifth round, for crying out loud. We try to find linebackers all the time there. Maybe we should try to find a defensive end in the fifth round, switch it up a little bit, or a crappy quarterback in the fourth. But the thing is, is like that does not help the team out that much. You need pressure on quarterback. This is a passing league nowadays. I don't know if you're still watching it from the Bears in the 1940s and 50s, but gosh dang it, like people aren't running the ball as much as they used to. This is a spread them out, throw the ball deep type of league. And and you have to get pressure on the quarterback. Huge pressure on the quarterback. And we don't get pressure on the quarterbacks. Zero uh, pressure. Yeah, it's zero pressure. And, and freaking, I mean, about the only time, the only good plays I saw were from Morrow and Kwiatkowski on, on Sunday. Yeah. That was about it. That, and yeah. I mentioned Carrier. But like, there were, there were play, there were plays, opportunities left on the field, left, right, up, down, A, B, A, B, whatever, you know, whatever code for Contra that is. There were there were plays left all over the field. It was pathetic. It was ridiculous. And it like if somebody has to come out and be like, I'm sorry, Raider Nation. We don't want to hear sorry, Raider Nation. We want to hear like heads rolling. We want to hear the guillotine sliding down the rails like we want heads on platters and we want answers and we want crap fixed because we're tired of looking like idiots. We're just tired of it. And I think that's why this loss stings so bad. I thought I was over it. Obviously I'm not, but it hurts so bad because I'm sick and tired of going to work or going out in, oh man, you're really brave for wearing that face mask today. Because it's got the Raiders on it. I'm tired of it. I just want to beat the snot out of people. I want to beat teams. I want to be good again. I want to be feared. I want the 20 years of humiliation on my back to just be washed away. I want to beat the crap out of teams in the NFL. 
And it's not happening even though we go out and we sign people like Littleton. We sign people like Nassib. We sign people like Trent Brown. We sign people left and right on the defense. Joiner. I mean, Collins. You can go up and down every level of the defense and just right. be like, this is crap. Like, figure figure it out figure out how to make Littleton look like he's in LA again make him look like the pro bowler that he was last year where he signed for do what he does best help scheme him into the plays because right now guys we've got an undrafted free agent in Nicholas Morrow who played stinking safety that is filling in better for Littleton than a guy that we're paying buku bucks to play linebacker for us. And that is BS because Morrow fits the scheme better. So why not make it so that the guy that you're paying 18 to $20 million a year, make it better for him. Like I just, oh, it's it's so frustrating. And I, I'll be done. Why, why have we spent all this money on a defense that hasn't gotten better since last year? I haven't seen the numbers, but you can't tell me this defense is better than last year's. You can't. It's not. This defense isn't better. On paper, it might look better, but this defense just gave up 43 points. This defense just gave up 35 points the week before. I mean, what are we averaging right now? Like, a hella amount of points every game. And we're... And we're supposed to be bringing in top tier linebackers and defensive tackles and oh look we signed like like seven safeties in the offseason and oh we got you know we're like you said joiner well i remember picking that up and thinking oh wow we actually got like a, a high-end signing here for the you know db position this is awesome joiner has done jack squat isaiah johnson's come in and done more recently uh, as a db so it, it's it, it's Two and two are equaling three right now on defense. Two and that was two another pushes. bad call. Uh, Johnson got called for a pass interference on Calvin Ridley. Didn't oh, even yeah. like hardly touch him. That was bogus right. too. Right. Well, and then Calvin Ridley, I think it was on a fourth and three at the at the goal line. Calvin Ridley gets left wide open for a touchdown. It's like, guys, he's literally the only wide receiver on this team that's catching anything. He's li- like Julio Jones isn't out there. Why would you not have, like, a guy and a spy on Ridley? And somehow he's wide open. It's like leaving Kelsey wide open. This defense has so far to go when it shouldn't. This defense shouldn't have so far to go. We should be, like, at least a top 16, top 15 defense in the NFL with the money we've poured into this and with the steps forward this team should be playing, like... Like, Crosby should be so much better this year. Farrell should be so much better this year. Like, it's just, it's the same thing. It's the same crap, different season, as Birch said. And it's, uh, this is why I'm so cynical. This is why I'm so skeptical of this team. Year in, year out, even when we beat the Chiefs. And I'm still like, yeah, go beat them twice. Yeah, it's like, oh, you just... Well, you know what? Either root for our team or go root for someone else. If you can't, if you can't ride or die, if you can't till the casket drops, <laughs> then get, it's like no. Get that one killed me today. Oh, yeah. well, it wasn't it like we wanted, but I'm we Raiders for life short. till the casket drops. K- 
came up short. No, come. That's like that's like not even showing up at all. That was like being a negative short. Like you were indented instead of actually showing up. Yeah, short doesn't begin to describe. You didn't come up short. It's not like you lost by a field goal or couldn't make the final game-winning drive for a touchdown to win it. It's like, yeah, it's. I think that's what frustrates me so much is because you can't have, with about 85 to 90% of our fan base, you can't have an intelligent conversation about this because it's just straight up like, well, we'll go get them next week, won't we? It's like I'm I'm not a six-year-old playing flag football. It's okay, little fella. You'll get them next time. I'm Mama and Papa are still here to watch you play. We love you no matter what. Like, get out of here. This is these are grown a men out here that are supposed to be professionals that are getting paid millions of dollars. If you, guys, I could have donned a helmet and shoulder pads and gone out and played defensive end as well as our defensive ends played, or or offensive linemen as well as our offensive linemen paid, and I would have only asked for like a couple hundred thousand bucks to do it. Yet we're, I mean, this is robbery. These guys are asking for millions of bucks to go out there and give up 43 points to only put up six points against a defense that overall ranks 20th in the NFL. And you could all, this is the best you could conjure up in a week. Six points? Six points against the 20th best defense in the NFL. That's pathetic. Get out of here. You don't deserve a playoff spot. You don't. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Uh, hey, I wanted to get that up. Playoffs? I, it's, and I see so many people are like, well, don't worry, guys. We're still in it. The path to the playoffs is still very much alive. Yeah, you know what? It is. It technically is. On paper, sure. But you're going to need, like, heaven and earth to move. You know, you're going to need you're gonna need a snowball to survive in hell for a good two or three days in order to get into the playoffs. <laughs> And so what do you think the odds of that are? Probably not pretty good. So just resign yourselves to that. That unless we could go beat the Jets and then turn around and beat the best defense in the NFL in the Colts, then it's it's not happening this season, Raider Nation. Like, start looking at the draft. Start and, and, and Which brings us to a whole nother question. Like, where do you even begin? Because this team isn't going to pick till what, you know, probably 15, 16, 17, something like that. I guess it would be, it'd have to be 15, 16, something. Yeah, probably 15, 16, or 17. So, so you know, where do you start? Where do you start? Where do you, I, I have to think you go back to defense. I like our running back group. I don't think you're picking high enough to get a different quarterback. I wouldn't blame Carr necessarily for all the problems. In fact, I would say Carr has looked pretty dang good for about 90% of the season. I've, it's left me satisfied and smiling. The offensive line has been pretty solid, but there's another, you know, Trent Brown. Do I, do I want to get rid of, kick Trent Brown off the team and have Brandon Parker start there? No. No. Too inconsistent. Parker had two good games in a row, and then just absolutely looks like the Parker that we all know and love, giving up pressures and sacks and, like, looks Hands like he's... to the face, holds... And, and, and Incognito's out for the season. That dude's getting old. You can't depend on him. So maybe you start at the offensive line. You've got to find someone. Like, do you do you get a hold of the 
Denver and say, hey, are you selling Von Miller this offseason? Because we'd like to buy him, and we'll give you a king's ransom because we can't get to the quarterback. Even when we blitz five and six players, we can't get to the quarterback. Like, help us. Someone help us. So I guess we get into that in another podcast because technically the dream is still alive. We have to hold out hope. I'm a Raider fan. I'm mad right now, but I guarantee you I'm going to be sitting in front of my TV watching them play the Jets next week, rooting them on, just like a silly fan I am. Ah, guys, <laughs> being a Raider fan is just freaking annoying is what it is. Um, <laughs> it's, it's an abusive relationship. It really is. is. It really is. Get our hopes up. We're, we are on the precipice of ecstasy. And we're just absolutely, we're left at the altar. And, like, we're the ones who didn't show up. And now we're mad about it. That made me so mad when Gruden comes out. It's like, hey, at first I want to apologize to Raider Nation. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. Like, I'm surprised I haven't heard anything from Carl. Like, you know, this is on me. You know, we got to be better. You know? Well, he did say that it was a trash effort. So, I mean. Well, good. Good, because it was a trash effort. It was trash effort from everybody. So, I just, I just don't, I'm not buying the hype. Everybody's like, don't worry, we're going to learn from this, and we're going to, we're, we're going to win out, baby. Just win, baby. We are the Raider Nation. Don't need no invitation. <clears throat> so, Do we rock the black and silver? Oh, we make them shake and shiver. Oh. Probably, sh- we're shaking our We're still committed, to too. We're still in the middle of the night. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> All right, Michael Scott. Um, I I think we have a phone call this week, guys. Would we like yeah. to get to that? Yeah, John gave us a phone call. We covered everything. We'll put his uh, phone call on, and then we'll just say yes, John. That is exactly <laughs> our thoughts. We just ranted on it for about an hour and eight minutes. So uh, we'll play that call, and we'll be right back. Tyler, Micah Birch, hope you are doing well. It is I, John. I imagine you are not doing very well considering how the Raiders played against Atlanta. Man, I thought East Coast game, potentially a trap game, but I thought that would impact this as far as not blowing them out, maybe having a game that was just closer than, than it should have been and we would play down to them. But even in the first half when the way it was going, uh, it seemed like we were shooting ourselves in the foot any way we could and uh, everything was kind of going wrong when we, we were driving we'd have a penalty backed up or on defense we'd have some kind of roughing the passer or something to extend a drive we had the rolling into the kicker that ended up costing us seven points uh, rather than the field goal which was actually missed before Eric Harris tumbled into him um, a lot went wrong, but there's just no, no plausible way to defend how the Raiders showed up for that game. Coming off a big game, I know, against Kansas City, uh, but man, talk about coming up flat. Even worse than the Jets last year, maybe, uh, with the score ended up being 43-6. to Like, we lost by 37 points, and two weeks ago, we beat a team by 35 in the Broncos, so uh, explain that one to me. Uh, so not so much consistent. 
not much consistency for our team. Uh, five turnovers. We rushed for 40 yards, 27 yards by Jacobs. That's all we could produce. And, and obviously we gave up a lot more pressure than we had been on the line. And then Carr fumbled like three times through a pick six. We had another fumble, five turnovers, give up 43 points. We just got destroyed in every phase of the damn game, it seems, uh, even coaching. So disappointing, and uh, that's two minutes. I hope you guys are doing well. John, thanks so much for the call. I'm glad there are other sane Raider fans out there that are as, are as angry and as upset as we are um, about this absolute butt drubbing that we just received from the uh, Atlanta Falcons without their two-star offensive players. Uh, might I add that in there once again. Um, guys, let's get to some picks this week. How about it? What say you? Um, uh, you know what? Do we, First off, uh, let's look at the put-a-fork-in-them list. Falcons, Texans, Jets, Dallas, Jacksonville, Bengals, Giants, Washington, uh, the Patriots are still on their Chargers and Broncos. Uh, I, I still don't know how likely the Patriots are to catch. Uh, they beat the Cardinals. But I don't know how likely they are still to catch either the Bills or the Dolphins, to be honest. Um, I, I say we keep the Patriots on that list for now. Everybody agree? Sure. Uh, At any this chance point, we I don't know own... what's going to happen. <laughs> Do we add our beloved Raiders to the list? How dare you? I, you know, okay. We'll, we'll, I would we'll second that, that motion. I think it's done. Oh, boy. I just, we just, we mapped out the path over this past hour on what the Raiders need to happen. Here's what I say. I, I, I'm in the spirit because it is the Christmas season. Um, I feel giving. I will give them an, two opportunities. It's to beat the Jets. If they lose to the Jets, then... I'm gonna have their. I'm gonna have a fork in them so fast that they won't know what forked them. Um, and it, but if they if they lose to the Jets or if they lose to the Colts, it's over. Like you lose to the Colts and it's done. So uh, in the spirit of, of Father Christmas and the Christmas <laughs> love that goes around this time of year, um, and the spirit of Thanksgiving and giving thanks, um, we'll leave the Raiders off the list for now. Um. Are there any other teams right now, gentlemen, that uh, that I that you can see? Uh, I would put the Panthers. Do we have the Panthers on there? We don't have the Panthers. I nominate the Panthers. Yep. I, I second. There we go. Panthers passes unanimously. Um, let me check really quickly. Let's see. Gentlemen. The Jets are on there. The Jags are on there. Yes, sir. The Bengals. Yes, the Bungles are on there. The Chargers. Yep. Texans. Uh, yes, sir. Broncos. Yep, sir. Hmm. Let's mm. go to the NFC. You can't even count out the Eagles. We just watched them lose, but they're still right in the thick of it. In that, in that dirty... What about the Bears? The uh, Bears, I think, have lost like four or five in a row. They've lost five in a row. You know what? Do I not have the... I don't. They're on there. Nominate the... I the nominate bears have... the Bears to fork them. I second the motion. Third. Birch? Yeah. Oh, wow, unanimous. Unanimous Bears. Do we have the Lions on there? Let me check here. They should be. You know what? We didn't, but I think they should be thrown on there now. Unanimous. 
the Washington football team. Uh, yes, they are on there. Guys, the Giants are first in their division at 4 I love seven. that. That's, that's my boy Daniel Jones, who reaches top speeds of like 25 miles an hour. And they don't even have Saquon. I know. Look that's at him what go. I'm saying. That, are, the I Cowboys think, are on there, right? Oh, definitely. Uh, yes, they are. Yes, the they are. Eagles? Fly, Eagles, fly. You know, they aren't because they're still in the thick of it in that race. Gotcha. I mean, Guys, the wanted... the Falcons are are four and seven. They moved up three spots to the number thirteen. They went from sixteen to thirteen by beating the Raiders. How wow. sad does that make you? Makes me a little sad. Makes me sad. I still don't see them making it though. What about the 49ers? Have we? Oh, I'm forked... sorry. The Falcons are on this list. The Falcons are on the list. Okay. They were one of the first teams we put on there because of their poor start to the season. What about the 49ers? Are they on uh, the they list? They are not on the list. Yeah. Do we, I don't do know. We I I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But yeah, five and six in that division with the Seahawks. Uh, who else you got in there? Uh, the but Rams. the Cardinals. The Cardinals are six and five. The Cardinals they are like play what the, the Raiders are doing right now. Started off hot and kind of fizzling. Yep. Man. Guys, we beat the Saints, and they're the first overall seed in the NFC. I know. This is what makes this so maddening. Why, why can't we beat the Saints and the Chiefs, hang tough with the Bills and the Patriots, and then just get beat like a redheaded stepchild by a, a team that doesn't even care about the rest of the season? It's because like, it's the, 2020. A team that, like, it's because like, three it's weeks the Raiders, ago, Birch. I think, you, I think you misspelled Raiders when you said 2020. <laughs> Guys, guys, the Falcons like four weeks ago were rumored to be thinking about moving on from Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Like this team is in such disarray. They're so disheveled. But not disheveled enough to beat the Raiders. 40 to 6. Oh, there's so much hate on this in this episode. We should call it the hate episode. Um I, I want I want to nominate the 49ers. I don't think they're gonna be able to come back and, and get into this thing. I, I, well, now I, mm, I mean, look at the Vikings. The Vikings have, we, we kept the Vikings off the list. You know, if we kept the Vikings off the list, I think we keep, we keep the four designers off the list for now as well. Both those teams are right on the outside looking in. And if the Cardinals start to slip, I mean, there's a real shot that the 49ers make it in. If the, if the Cardinals continue these losing ways. Yeah. I would say leave them off the list for now. Let's do it. We'll leave them off the list. Gentlemen, let's get to our game picks of the week. Um, uh, I try to make this as difficult as possible. So they're going to be some kind of middle-of-the-road teams or teams that maybe are on our forecome list. But it should be good for picks overall. Right now, as it stands, I lead 30. I have a 30-24 to 24 record. Tyler's in second place at 29-25. and 25. Birch is in third at 28-27. and 27. So really, I mean, we're all neck and neck. One good week here or there, and this thing is shuffling all around. Um, we're to be determined still the Steelers-Ravens game. We all picked the Steelers, though, so that's not going to be uh, any real big shakeup. Let's start, guys. Lions versus Bears. March, who do you like, the Lions or the Bears? Oh, God. I know, right? It's like the trash bowl. Well, um, 
I trust Matthew Stafford more than any quarterback on the Bears roster, so I'm going with the Lions on this one. There you go, Birch. Tyler, who do you like? I trust the Bears' defense more than I trust the Lions' offense. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with <laughs> the Bears, Bob. Fair I enough. Like you know, that is fair. This is a tough pick for me. Um, you know, Trubisky, I watched Trubisky come out, and he was all on fire, and he's ready to come out and play, and he was so excited to get his start. And, boy, he just picked up right where he left off, didn't he? It was like, As oh, garbage. Trubisky, oh, weird. Like, Khalil Matt, well, Khalil Mack has to be sitting over there going, gosh, is there any other team? Can I get a better pick here? Get great. Somebody want me that's actually a contender? Come um, back home, please. Yeah, oh, we could use you. There's a trade in the offseason. We'll ship Carr over there for Mac and... And and, and then know. what? I don't know. Mariota, Birch. Yeah, come on, Birch. What, so he can Mariota, be on IR Carson all year? Wentz after the <laughs> Sorry, a right. little Bills. salty in here. Bills. Bills 49ers, Tyler. Who do you like? Is it is it uh, in Arizona this week where the 49ers get to play now? Yep. It's in uh, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Bills in this one. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills as well. Tyler or Birch, who you got? Make it 3. Wow, everybody's tripling down on the Bills, which means they'll probably lose. Yep, um, they'll lose to the 49ers in Arizona. Colts versus Texans. March. who do you like? Who do I like or who do I want? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, you're playing to win a thousand bucks at the end of the season, so who, who's your pick? It's got to be the Colts. The Tyler. Texans are a hot mess. I'm going with the Colts, Bob. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I would have picked the Texans if they still had Will Fuller on the team just because the Texans are I could see the Colts losing a game like that. I think it will be close, a lot closer than it should be, but I'm going to go the Colts as well. It's in Texans, but that's not going to matter. Uh, let's see. Put that down. Rams travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Tyler, who do you like in that one? Ooh, Rams, Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals are on like a two-game losing. Well, let me tell you right now, they're on a two-game losing streak. Yeah. Two game. Who did they lose to? Uh, they've lost to the Patriots. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember who their last loss was. That was their last loss. Was the Patriots well, that, yesterday? Well, yeah. Okay, but the loss before that, I don't remember who it was. Uh, they lost. To did the they Seahawks. lose to the Seahawks? Yes. Okay. Um, for what's the two teams that we're talking about again? <laughs> My it's late. Man. Gosh, dang it. Shut up. And I'm getting old. <laughs> it's the Rams versus the Cardinals. Oh, Rams Cardinals. For some reason, I had the 49ers in my brain. Rams Cardinals. Um, man. Hold on. Today, Junior. Birch, do you have a pick on this while Tyler does his in-deep yeah. analysis? I got to like go out on a limb on some of these. I, gotta, I need to make up some ground here. Um, I'm going with the Cardinals. 
There you go. That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to go with the Rams, personally. I like the way they're playing defense. Um, Yeah, this one's tough. This is their first meeting of the year, I think, because then they play the last game of the year against each other. So, in conference battle, it's always tough. They're, they always play each other a little bit more difficult. Uh, I'm going to go... Also, I, I'm going to go with the Rams in this one. Oh. The Cardinals let me down last week. I don't yeah, forget that easily. Uh, yeah. I, so guys, I, I'm going to go with the Rams, Bob. I like it. Birds left out to dry in the desert with the Cardinals, so we'll see if that pays off for him. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Final game of the week, gentlemen. Raiders at Jets. We travel to New York. Uh, like we said, I haven't won there since 96. The Jets are hapless indeed this year, 0-11. Um, gosh, there's not a lot to say. I, I'm so disappointed with this last week. I I, I think personally, I'm going to give the Raiders a win. I think we win because the, the, the Jets are just so horrendous. They've lost. They don't have Le'Veon Bell. They don't have Anderson like they had last year who torched us several times, if I'm not mistaken, in that game. Um, uh I just, there aren't enough weapons for the Jets to keep up, and I think the Raiders do just enough. I, again, I think it's one of those games that like we should win this game thirty-five to ten. I think we'll win it like twenty. I don't know. Twenty-six seems kind of high actually for our offense. Um, I, I would go like twenty-three to sixteen. Um, Raiders win. So I'm going to go 23-16. The Raiders win. I'm not even making any bold predictions because I I, I just <laughs> – I'll just give you the Raiders. I'm going to pick the Raiders this week, which I feel like is kind of an upset pick. But uh, do I get bonus if we actually win? I mean, I feel like we're heavy underdogs going into this game. Birch, who do you want? Who do you Jets. got to win in this? Jets. J-E-T. No, I'm just kidding. I can't do that. <laughs> uh, I don't – know if i can show my face on this podcast if we lose to the jets you know i don't what? think if, here's the other thing i don't think the jets are gonna allow themselves to win because they're jockeying with the jaguars right now for that number one overall pick and jags are one game behind them so i think the jets have their eye on the prize for Owen 16 and that one overall pick Trevor you guarantee Lawrence your butt they sides. do they still have adam gase as their head coach that dude should have been fired years ago Adam Gase wants to get his hands on one Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence should be scared. Like, he should be scared. Yeah. He should go back for a senior year. Exactly. So um, I, that's what I that's why I give the Raiders a win, because I think I think the Jets will knuckle down and lose. I don't like this game. Because it's the East Coast game. And we know we all know how that goes. Yeah, but Birch, the Raiders are gonna come out on fire. They're mad after this loss, and they're going to rattle off five straight wins. <clears throat> I am going to pick the Raiders, but it's going to be it's going to be a close game. And if the Raiders lose to the Jets, I I will not watch a, another game the rest of the year. You know, I take that pledge. <laughs> I'm I being like serious. It. No, I I I, I like. I think I'll pack all my Raider stuff away and just be like, you know what, until next season, you know. Yeah. Blame it on the COVID. Um, 
I'm going to go Raiders win 23-14. to 23-14. Tyler, who do you like? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who knows after the way the Raiders have played this year? Do you really think we finally break break the curse of going back east against the Jets. Like, does does this team have the mental fortitude to do anything like that? I don't think they do. Uh, my In my brain, I'm thinking the Jets go back to last year and they're like, what did we do well against the Raiders? What, what happened? How did we win that game? And And they are like, oh, we're just going to run the football and pray for penalties. Um I don't know, fellas. I I'm I'm pretty sour on the Raiders this week and maybe it's because I felt such a big letdown and anger and animosity, but like we're like what? What what did I say 1 in 18? Yeah. In the past since, since whenever it's just like what gives us like what why do we think we can go back there and do and and win there i yeah, other than they're just so bloody awful just terrible team but i mean so the dolphins played them this sunday it was 20 to 3 and so i'm like well crap that probably means that we give up at least 30 points to the jets <laughs> and and then then we'll probably like uh, for the sake of my mental well-being i'm choosing the raiders but they're going to have to put up like 40 points and it's going to be like 40 to 30 is is going to be the the final outcome they're going to have to freaking put in work to beat the Jets. And it's sad, but it's true. I think our defense is giving up over 30 points a game. I don't see why they why the Jets don't. I mean, they've got Frank Gore as their starting running back, for crying out loud. And Sam Darnold. Uh, Jamison Crowder is like their number one wide receiver. So, uh, Brashard Perriman, who was washed up in Baltimore. So I see those guys coming out. Probably Gore has like a 200-yard rushing game on us. <laughs> and uh, probably Perriman goes for over 100 yards receiving is probably what will happen. And Darnold will look like, oh, they're not going to draft Trevor Lawrence because of Darnold. Darnold's the man. He he reignited the flame. and he's, He can do it all. He, he's got them all. <laughs> uh, I... I think the Raiders win, but I it it's gonna be they're gonna have to actually come out and play hard, and I just don't know if they have the mental fortitude to do so. I, I we better not get another like oh sorry Raider Nation because I'll go 
like just like Birch said, I won't watch another game the rest of the year. If we get a well, sorry, Raider Nation, we just we just didn't play well in any of the facets today, and that's that's a reflection on me. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear, yeah, we crushed those suckers onto the Colts, and we have to beat them too. That's what I'd like to see. Will it happen? Right now, I doubt it, but uh, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Uh, you know, I want to, uh, I love that too, the apology. It's like, you know, it was, it was oh, we got beat. No, it's like, yeah, I saw it. Like, yeah, no kidding. 43 to 6. Like, I, I'm, I'm a dumb fan, but I, even I know, even my five-year-old son knows that you got beaten all facets of the game. Like, don't come at me like I'm an idiot. And like, oh, is that what happened? I wasn't sure. Because when I saw 43-6, to 6, I was like, I don't know, did, did half the team, like, stay at the hotel? You know, and they, they, they re- didn't realize it was an 11 o'clock game, and they got there late, and by that time, they had run up too many points. Like, okay, I'm not a half-wit. I know what happened here. So, just get on to next week. And, and Tyler, you had a good point. I hope they don't just put it behind them. Don't just be like, ah, on to the next one. You know, put this behind you. Like... No, let it fester. Let it fuel you. Let it make you mad. Let it make you angry from here on out. That you had the world, you had the playoff world in the palm of your hand, and you just let it blow away like so much chaff in the wind during the threshing season. And so, uh, like, yeah, let it anger. Let it fester. Don't let it go. Let hate be your ally. And then you'll be capable of some really cruel and unusual things on the football field, hopefully. Anyway, I digress. Um, gentlemen, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> After all that hate, I hope we you had were a, able to a really good fishing trip. We did. Yeah, we got out on the ice, scored some trout. Really got tired of catching two plus pound trout, which is really sad. Uh, because any other day I caught a two-pound trout, I'd be ecstatic. But, like, after the 20th one, it was like, wow, yeah, that's another, like, two-and-a-half-pound trout. Look at that. Um, <laughs> a fantastic trip. I think we ended up, what, like, 76 fish 75 fish, I believe. 75 fish in two days. That was so much fun. Um, really pleasurable. Really enjoyed it. Um, I want to know, though, it was just Thanksgiving <laughs> this past week. Count our blessings after an hour and a half of hating on the Raiders. Let's, <laughs> let's go back and give thanks. Um, I want to know a good holiday tradition uh, that you guys have around the house or something you guys do every year. It doesn't have to be technically, like, it's got to be during the Thanksgiving time. It can be during the Thanksgiving weekend or on the Thanksgiving day uh, because our Thanksgiving kind of drags out through that, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're still eating turkey and mashed potatoes all the way up until Sunday, sometimes even a little later on. Um, but uh, what's what, what? Give me, hit me up with the with the Thanksgiving tradition. Birch at your house. What what's one of a what's a favorite? Uh, we always use well. We usually go up um, either Thanksgiving weekend um, and go get Christmas trees. Um, oh, nice. Yep, go up in the mountains. Up in the snow, find a nice tree, like Clark Griswold, tie it to the top of the car, and then drive it home and stick it in the house. That's always fun. The kids enjoy it. 
Um, it's fun to get out, maybe do a little sledding while we're up there. So, yeah. Very cool. Do you guys now? Do you have to have like a permit to do that? Yeah, do you, you have, have to, to buy a permit. And... How much does that cost? I don't even know. It's not terrible. Probably like, like ten five dollars. What's that? Like five dollars. I I don't even know. I would say anywhere from like probably ten to fifteen bucks, but it's not bad and it's fun. Trees in Utah. Oof. Well, we actually go to Idaho, so. Ah. Oh. Wow. Idaho trees are better, anyways. That's right. Yeah. Ten or fifteen bucks. You go fill your tree tag, hopefully on the weekend, and uh, and uh, yeah, get her done. I like that. I, you know, I've never. I've always bought trees from the store. Uh, I've never actually gone up and sawed down my own tree. It's a manly um, adventure. You should try it. There you go. Um, questioning my manhood on the podcast. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Seems <Tyler>. right. <laughs> Tyler, you've got you. You got anything for us? Um, it's usually Thanksgiving weekend or the weekend following Thanksgiving that my wife starts to bedazzle our house with uh, festive ornaments and platters and plates and fancy cups um it's at that time of the year that i get to start using my uh um christmas story cups uh my glasses that are decorated with scenes from a christmas story broken glasses uh a red rider bb gun such such things uh but it's my favorite tradition is like the day after Thanksgiving, I always have pumpkin pie for breakfast. That's one of my favorite traditions is I throw down some pumpkin pie for breakfast. And uh, for like the next three or four days, actually, I eat pumpkin pie for breakfast. So I like it. I like it. You know, sp- along those lines, so I've got a couple of them. Uh, one, I, and turkey I just- sandwiches. Turkey oh, yeah. sandwiches on homemade rolls. One of my new traditions that I just started this year, so I like store-bought pumpkin pie. We have Costco's around here, and we always get the Costco pumpkin pie. Um, we always did that growing up. But my wife isn't a fan. She likes making homemade pumpkin pie. So I'm the only one that likes the Costco pumpkin pie. Well, this year, I don't have family around to help me eat pumpkin pie. So this year, I started a new tradition that Thanksgiving morning, I wake up and I have a slice of pumpkin pie because I got to get on the stick with eating pumpkin pie because or else it's going to go bad. And I'm the only one eating these pumpkin pies. If you've ever got one from Costco, you know they're massive. Like these are big old pumpkin pies. So um, I'm happy to report I'm like 80% of the way through it. Um, we are about five days past Thanksgiving. I should be able to down it in the next day or two. Um, but I started that new tradition. Wake up Thanksgiving morning and hey, don't wait for, you know, after turkey and dressing and etc. Just go right for the pie. Right first thing in the morning. Do your taste buds a favor. Uh, so I always do. So I've started that this year. And one of the other ones we always do is I like watching uh, Christmas with the Cranks, a holiday classic Christmas movie. Um, we'll usually watch that Thanksgiving evening because it, it's actually perfect because it starts, the movie starts like the day after, it's set like the day after Thanksgiving. So it's like kind of perfect. It kicks off the holiday season. It's the first Christmas movie we watch usually um, minus the insane amount of Hallmark movies that my wife likes to watch. Uh, but it's the real, at first like real true, tried and true Christmas movie that we kick off the season with, and I always enjoy that. So 
uh, yeah, real good time. Real good time. Had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you guys did as well. And uh, yeah, it was it was weird. We're still waiting now. It's going to be almost a week after when we're supposed to watch the Ravens and Steelers play. And now the NFL is bending over backwards um, to get this game played uh, while they let the Denver Broncos go out and play with no quarterbacks. <laughs> um, and subsequently did better than the Raiders did without uh, any quarterbacks. Hey-o. Um, Hey-o. Ugh, guys, I've got filled with so much hate. I need to go to bed. Do you guys have anything else for Raider Nation before we sign off? Nope. <laughs> nope. I don't got nothing else. Well, I feel Nation, better, I hope, though. Yeah, I do, too. I, I feel like I've vented. I hope Radio Nation lets love and joy and peace into their hearts this holiday season. <laughs> <laughs> After this podcast. Hopefully, we'll have a better podcast next week. If you don't hear from us next week, if we've lost, um, I've probably thrown myself off a bridge. Um, so <laughs> The Boise Bridge. The Boise Bridge. That's not a far fall, though, so I'll probably just end up hurting myself really badly. Um, You might might head to the one in Twin Falls. (laughs) There you go. Ooh, now we're talking. The Perrin (laughs) Bridge. (laughs) Raider Nation, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you guys in the next episode. Just win, baby. 